the best I'm blessed to know that lust is a test I used to be the victim now I'm just envisioning I'm knowing this is I'm Susie Landolfi and welcome to Be Crazy Well Now why would a therapist say that Because we all have mental health struggles even therapists The good news is we have so much more information about how we can be crazy well On my podcast we don't focus on what's wrong with us we want to know what happened to us. We're going to explore how trauma affected us, both negatively and positively. That's right. I said positively. It's called post-traumatic growth, and it's a real thing. Be Crazy Well will share mental health wellness practices, the newest mental health research, and most importantly, how we all get to create the person we deserve to be and the life we deserve to live. So join the mental health evolution and be crazy well. To see within is to know yourself. Hi, welcome to Be Crazy Well. That's right. I'm a licensed therapist and I give you permission to be crazy. Well, to be crazy well. Most of us all have a little bit of crazy in us. And why is that? It's because none of us are perfect. And because we live together. So the first people we have to live with usually are our parents. And they lived with their parents. And oftentimes we pass down the crazy. And that makes sense to me because we also pass down genes and we pass down strengths and superpowers. We pass down money. We pass down a lot of things. So knowing that we pass down the crazy is also important. And some of that crazy will be a superpower. It's actually called post-traumatic growth that oftentimes from what we experience, we gain extra strength and wisdom. In the book, and you've heard me oftentimes say about this book, it's called What Happened to You? Question mark by Dr. Bruce Perry in conversation with Oprah Winfrey. And he oftentimes calls it post-traumatic wisdom which I love because sometimes when we talk about growth, it, which is also nice because that means continually growing. That can mean that we've grown and we can continue to grow. Also, the word wisdom means a lot to me. That is something that elders used to pass down all the time, that we honored the fact that people lived and had experiences for a long period of time. And those of us that were younger could gain some wisdom from their experience. So with that said, and considering the fact it's 4th of July, and we're celebrating Independence Day, that's what we say, the July 4th, it's the day we became independent from British control. Well, I was thinking about independence, and I realized I'm not quite sure there's such a thing. I can only tell you that I did not make this necklace. I didn't make, well, I did make my hair sort of. Well, no, actually I didn't. I just let it grow out. Someone else cut it. I didn't make this shirt. I didn't make these glasses. And I'm not so sure I'm independent on much or for much in my life. And I also know that if I'm not completely independent, that I deserve and I need support and help and things from others, I also know that I was brought up to be more codependent than independent. 
So if independent means that I can take care of myself, well, codependent means I can't. It means that I take care of myself only in relationship to how someone else thinks about me or feels about me. So what does that look like? It means that if I'm codependent, I oftentimes take my feelings and my cues from how someone else treats me. So if they treat me well, then I feel well or I feel important. If they treat me badly, then I feel badly about myself. I am codependent with that person's thoughts and feelings about me. I can't hold my own, hold my own value, keep my own thoughts, keep my own feelings intact when someone else is struggling, especially if they're struggling with me. So that would be something we would say is an example of codependence, that we have been trained to find our value and our worth and our sense of well-being through someone else's view of us. Well, we all know that that's kind of shaky, and I have been there, done that, and I don't anymore. And it's a practice to take a look at myself and know when I've done something well, whether someone agrees with it or not. Knows I know that I'm value, even if someone else tries to convince me that I'm not. That I know I haven't done anything wrong, even though someone keeps trying to tell me I'm either wrong or what I've done is wrong. We have new words now like gaslighting and ghosting and all these new lexicon about relationships. And I would say that those are pretty much codependent words. That when someone ghosts me, when they stop talking to me, I can start to feel less than. Or I could just call them and ask them why. And if I've done something that in some way has either scared them or made them sad, I want to know. And then what they can do is they can you know, tell me and I can apologize and we can make amends and we can continue to move forward in our relationship. So that's something that I think we all get to think about and practice if we're in any kind of relationship at all, especially in our families. Are we withholding? Are we punishing? Are we afraid that our value is dependent on how someone else thinks and feels about us? So independent, not really true. Very few people. I know a woman that lives off the grid. She's pretty independent, although she had to buy all the solar panels from somebody. She didn't make those. She still buys clothes. She still buys food. She did make her own house, which was great. And even the supplies, though, had to come from somebody else. So I'm not quite sure we're ever totally independent. And codependent, something that could really cause us a lot of mental concerns. So that brings me to the day that I'd really like to celebrate today, and that's called Interdependence Day. So I'm going to read you the definition of interdependence. All right. Let me put my glasses on. All right. All right. I'm going to read you two things. One, what is independence and interdependence? It's called interdependence and an example. And then I'm going to read you something about what is interdependence in a relationship. Let's see if this rings any bells for you or sparks any thoughts. So first of all, the definition of interdependence, the state of being dependent upon one another. 
mutual, that's the key word, mutual dependence could be the interdependence of the two nations' economies. Interdependence can be a form of symbiosis. Symbiosis is a relationship where both people thrive, that every partner in the relationship gets something of value and not harm in a symbiotic relationship of close mutual interdependence of two species or organisms. So remember, it's a state of being dependent upon one another. That's the most basic definition. Now I'm going to read you what is interdependence in terms of an example. Dependence is when a party is reliant on another party for survival. In contrast, that's dependence. In contrast, interdependence is when two or more parties are reliant on each other for survival. Reliant, not dependent. Now, it seems like it's a a small difference, but it's actually a big difference because you're relying on the person. You each have power. You each have value, but you've made a pact. You have talked and made a contract and given your word to rely on each other, to be there for one another. It doesn't mean it's 100% the same. It doesn't mean that what I bring will necessarily bring the same thing that the other person is. So that idea that a business is reliant on a supplier for raw materials, it would be considered interdependence. I I remember that when I talked to my dad, who was part Native American, he talked a lot about tribal principles. And the tribal principles that he talked a lot about was how the tribe looked at the community as being interdependent. They relied on one another. They honored one another and what they brought. And each person could hold their own value. And then they shared that with others in the tribe. No one went hungry. No one, if someone lost a spouse or a partner, the people all pitched in. And so no one actually went without. They understood that their strength and their survival and their ability to thrive depended on relying upon one another and honoring what each person brings. So let me read you now what an independent relationship looks like. Interdependence involves a balance of self and others within the relationship. I want to say that again. It involves a balance of self and others within the relationship, recognizing that both partners are working to be present and meet each other's physical and emotional needs in appropriate and meaningful ways. So if you both partners are working to be present and meet, meet each other's physical and emotional needs in an appropriate and meaningful way, it means that we are all of equal value in an interdependent relationship. Now, sometimes I might give more than my partner or my daughter or my grandson. Sometimes they might give more. I might need something a little bit more than they do. I get that. I get that it's not always balanced every minute of every day. What is balanced is that we understand and rely on each other's word that we will be there to help out, that we will be there to help take care of one another 
and ourselves. I think what's so important is codependence means that you sacrifice yourself for the other person and especially to get their approval. In an interdependent relationship, you're not asked to sacrifice yourself. You're asked to sacrifice some of your time and some of your well, let's say not your well-being, but of your time and your energy and your effort to help fulfill the needs of the other person and yourself. And by the way, they will do the same. So there's a recognition of value, equanimity, and respect in interdependence. We know that we deserve to be in community and in relationship and in partnership with one another. And we know that our thriving and our life depends on that respect and honoring of that interdependence. Animals are very good at this. They really understand that. People say many times, yeah, but animals eat other animals only when they're hungry. <laughs> like if you go down to the water hole when no one's hungry, everybody's drinking the water together. And they also understand the importance of how our, our community, our environment must be taken care of. So I just wanted to bring this up on this day because there's a lot of myths and misconceptions about love, partnership, caring, being in a work relationship with someone, being in a love relationship with someone. And I was talking to someone today about interdependence and how I want to I want to start the interdependence party maybe or I want to start honoring Interdependence Day instead of Independent Day, in, and Independence Day, I should say, because it's not actually true. The world has gotten smaller. We've gotten more connected, not less connected. I know everybody says, well, the internet. Yeah, well, the internet now gets me to be connected to people all over the world in a nanosecond. And what happens maybe 10,000 miles away can affect me. And I know that now. I know that what I do in my daily life affects so many others. I know that I'm interdependent with others in this world. And I take that responsibility very seriously. I also understand that when I started to follow and support interdependence, I was less codependent. That's because I saw my own value. I understood that I was a valuable part of the community, of my family, of any partnership, as a staff, as a coworker, that my participation and what I brought was valuable and people were reliant on me. I also understood that I didn't always have to sacrifice my well-being to be part of an interdependent community that people were also looking out for me as well while I was looking out for them. Interdependence also makes it easy to collaborate. It makes it easy, easier to cooperate. It makes it easier to negotiate because you all come from a place of equanimity and of equal value. And I was thinking how important that would be even in a family. The opposite of interdependence would be maybe authoritarian where there's a hierarchy of value. And therefore, you, you don't feel that you're of equal value or that anybody is reliant on you or that 
everybody's reliant on you, but the people at the top don't have to give anything more than what they want. They hold more power. And I was thinking how that's kind of like what children go through. Are we really honoring that children bring something into our lives of equal value to much of what we do? Now, granted, I understand that I have the credit card and the car keys for the most part. Therefore, I do have a responsibility to protect and make sure that that all the basic needs of my family are met and cared for. But that doesn't mean that these children that we have in our lives don't bring something of value as well. My grandson brings the fun. I'm telling you, without fun, this would be a really, really hard place to live. So he brings new ideas from a new perspective of as a young person. He calls me on my stuff. He sees things about me that I sometimes don't want to see, and he will say it. He also inspires me to work through when I'm tired or when I don't want to work out, or he's like, come on, Jima. And he wants not just things from me. He wants that inspiration and that wisdom. And he also wants to give some inspiration and wisdom. And I was thinking about how important that is for me to accept that and honor that, that the more that I accept from him as a valuable part of the family, the more he wants to give. The more that I learn from him, the more that I thank him, the more that I hear his voice and consider his perspective because we are interdependent. And I love that he knows that if we disagree, he's still of equal value. So it's not, he's not codependent on my approval in order to feel his value. His value is real and it's an important, necessary part of our family that we are reliant on. He also is stronger than me now. So that's important. <laughs> so there's, we've switched some roles where all of a sudden he's doing things for me that I used to do for him. And when I started to and always have valued his input, he's more willing to do it. He understands that now he has a strength that I don't have anymore and that I am interdependent on his goodwill, his kindness, his ability to participate and understand we all take care of this family in this home together. So on this July 4th, I just want to say that I hope we all understand how important it is to honor the fact that we cannot do this alone, that we can't do this community or city or partnership or family alone, that we can't do this country alone, and that we are all interdependent. What I do, what I say, what I don't do, and what I don't say affects those around me. And they are reliant on me for my principles as well. So interdependence also means that we respect the fact that safety, physical, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, and financial financial safety depends on principles. It depends on me giving my word, me being honest, and me following through on what I said I would do. And if I can't do it, to let someone know immediately so that someone else can come in and and do that part for the good of the family or the community or even the country. 
So I'm thinking I'm even more committed to this idea of being part of a community and being interdependent. I'm actually independent, interdependent with all of you. I don't think that I would be the person I am today if I hadn't had the honor to work with and learn from the veteran community. And I couldn't think of a more or a better example of interdependence than the military. They understand it can sometimes be authoritarian. I get that. I get all that. At the same time, all of you that were downrange, that were in a mission, that were on a base and you were working and doing your MOS, you understood the, the importance of interdependence. You may not even know the word, but you knew that people were relying on you. And that brought you value. You know, in a family where sometimes we don't rely on one another or we devalue members of the family, we don't feel our own value. That makes us very susceptible to codependence. So I just want to say that I'm grateful for the military and the veteran community for understanding and practicing interdependence, interdependence, even if they don't actually use the word. So on this day, uh, when we're all together and we're all watching fireworks, maybe or not, because they might be scary for some, or we're barbecuing or not, or we're volunteering somewhere, that if we actually thought about the gift that we have as a community to be together and to be relied upon, I think we would all do a lot better in our own personal lives and our families when we honor that idea that we need one another that we can't do this alone. We can't do it alone as a family. We can't do it alone as a community. We can't do it alone as a country. That we are interdependent and it matters what we do, what we say, and what we don't do. So happy 4th of July. Happy Interdependence Day. I hope that we can all do better in terms of honoring, participating, and understanding that we're all of equal value. And that's how we deserve to treat one another and make sure that we have this, this wonderful country and community that we, can, that we can honor. All right, so thank you so much. Be your best self. That's the theme song from Calvin Love. Make sure that you watch him and go on Spotify and listen to all his music. He's quite a wonderful young man and I really appreciate the theme song. And stay safe. And I'll talk to you next week where we can all be crazy well. That's our right of equal value, equal crazy. But you just call it love Love is what you give But lust is mistrust And